Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Idiot Sticks. We're here. I'm Brendan. I be Brad. We're happy to come back today and give you some more information about our lives. And uh, today we're going to talk about a trip we took recently. A lot of, a lot of nonsense. Yep. Uh, so this will release after 4th of July. I hope everybody had a good 4th of July. Yes. All that good stuff, safe and sound, shooting fireworks. Yeah, where, be safe. Don't shoot your Where are you off. out on fireworks? I love fireworks. Do you really? Yeah. I do too. But uh, it can be difficult with smaller kids, kind of make sure everybody's safe. Were you at the house when we were shooting fireworks off the deck when I lived in Alabaster and they fell over and shot toward all the kids? No, they were I don't sitting think on top I was of the, So there, we had a hot tub on the deck. I wouldn't have participated in something like that. That's unsafe. It is. But there was a, we had a, I guess, I don't know, it wasn't a layered deck, but downstairs was a deck and I had a hot tub and then it went out to the yard and there was a cover for it. So we got on the, the kids got, got on the hot tub. You all right? I'm good. Got on the hot tub to watch. (laughs) Thank you for asking that. As, um, as I lit it and moved back, it first one shot and it fell over directly towards the, the hot tub. And I screamed at Amanda to save the children's (laughs) lives as it bounced (laughs) off the hot tub and the side of the house and and everything else. As you were hiding. Yeah. I had to get out of there. It's too dangerous to get near a shooting firework. I remember, you know, Daddy was always big on the fireworks, big time. And there was a little, a little firework stand right near his house. Mm-hmm. That it was caboose. a caboose. That's right, the caboose <laughs> within a mile from the house. Yeah, and it, you could fit about two people in there and yes. buy fireworks. Yes, he but was, it was great. I loved him. I I still enjoy fireworks. We can't do it now because the animals and horses and all that. Apparently, Amanda says no, but I absolutely love fireworks. I learned that. New Year's when I we were going to oh you bought two thousand dollars worth of fireworks we couldn't shoot them bring off. them down there and uh, boy yeah anyway so we took our annual golf trip uh, we did last week yeah. if you're so this would be middle of June beginning of June so when we went two years ago we went to North Dakota last year we went to Denver and this year we decided to go to Detroit Michigan how about that yeah and as I know everybody thinks of Detroit unsafe. All that mm-hmm. stuff. We stayed on the outside of it, visited downtown a little bit, went to Tigers game. But the two courses we played were they were awesome. Yeah, we had Amazing. a good time. Um, and we flew first class because um, the tickets were relatively inexpensive. Oh, you can't hide money. But we uh, we decided is making millions. The there was a direct flight from Birmingham to Detroit, and one from Detroit to Birmingham on the dates we were going. And so we did the first class. I mean, and I say when. The flight was leaving from Birmingham at about 5.30 a.m. Yep. That Wednesday we were leaving. And we did that because of the cost of you and me to fly that, and then the cost of the Airbnb we stayed in was pretty much the same. Right. So instead of swapping money back and forth, we just went that route. No big deal. Yeah. So and about, I guess it was maybe six weeks, two months ago, we got a notification that your flight from Birmingham to Detroit has been detoured through Atlanta. Jesus H. Christ. So the departing flight to Detroit, we're going to go to Atlanta first. Do you remember what our dad used to say? No. He said that when he I said a I lot of things. I, he did. He didn't, he didn't travel as much as mom did, but he was convinced that when you die, you'd have to go through Atlanta before you made it. Right. Rail. Yeah. And that's probably true. Yeah. Um, which uh, it ended up not being too bad, but it just nah. gave us a little layover. We got some breakfast, whatever. Um, but we did have which to get- worked out because we couldn't check in early, so we got there a little bit later, but not a, you know didn't have to kill as much time. 
But we did have to get up about 3 a.m., which uh, yes. was early. Anyway, um, and we get to the airport, and usual things going on at the airport. We walk up, uh, check our bags in. I don't think we had any issues in Birmingham. No, believe it or not, um, we did not. Walked up to the – we both had the uh, pre-check, the mm-hmm. TSA pre-check. That's where it's at. First time I've used it, it was fantastic. It is. At uh, You'd be surprised at 4 a.m. There's not a whole lot of people in either one of the lines. No, no, there's not. We'd have been okay. That TSA agent that we first approached, where you hand him your license, um, he did not say a word. He just reached his hand out for your license. It was a lot of hand motion. Right. And it was, I mean, pass the license back to you. And if you're doing you on. that job, by the way, we talked about odd jobs before the coroner and dog, the bounty hunter stuff. TSA, everybody hates you, number one. Because they don't want to have to go through all the rigmarole just to get on a plane and then blah, blah, blah. Well, everybody's scared to death that they're doing something I, wrong. I know. And then, they don't know if they're doing something right or wrong. And then you you and I, when after our grandfather died, I don't know if we talked about it, but we came back and you had his pocket knife. Didn't think anything about it. And then you know you didn't do anything wrong, but they checked. They're like, oh, you have a knife. And you know from then on, they, they probably, they, Brendan's Ansem sitting in so-and-so's seat. He had a knife. They'd take, take a look at him. We got him on file. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't mean to do a lot of that stuff, or most people don't. And then something happens. You have an open water bottle or something, a bigger tube of toothpaste or some crap that you can't A lighter on. that you kept in your bag they, since they, 20 years ago They or take your bag off somewhere else and <laughs> empty it out, and you look like an idiot. So everybody hates your guts anyway, so you could at least have a little bit. You could be more of a people person than this gentleman, for sure. Hey, it's 4 a.m. Just, hey, good morning. Yeah, How morning. I'll, I'll take a Can morning. Can your license? Morning. Whatever. Anyway, we get through there. Um, we get on the flight to Atlanta, and was this the was this the flight that we had the? No, I think the flight from Atlanta to Detroit was when we had the flight attendant. That was yes, yeah, uh, super friendly. She was a close talker, mm-hmm. big yeah. time, um, and a winker. She she would give you the wink and the gun yep. when she oh, was yeah. Uh, yeah. proud of herself for doing something for you. Yep. Um, so we get on this. We, anyway, we got to Atlanta. We had some breakfast. Got on the next flight. Got on the plane from um, Atlanta to Detroit, and the flight attendant. The first class, and we're right up front, too. So yeah. we were right next to her. Could, yeah. The whole time, had to stare at her. I she just, seemed, we looked up, it would, she was right there. I couldn't tell if she was new or not, but every time she had to make the announcement, she would pull out. It's probably her the phone they give Work to phone, her yeah. that has the instructions on what to say. Um, you know, used to, you get on a plane, those people just come on, and they just spiel off that thing. Like they memorize oh, yeah. it. So she's looking at her phone the whole time. Well, now talking. they got videos too for the safety stuff. They used right. to have to speak and do all the safety stuff too. They got to point to the exits and yeah, that, that's about all they do now. Yeah. And then do the seat belt thing and whatever the flight. I don't even think they did that. They may not have, we didn't pay attention. Um, so anyway, right after all that, she comes up and asks what we'd like to drink. But when she did, she was about an inch and a half away from my face. Man, it, she was super close. And I was the one in the aisles. She, she was, was right. one pucker away from making contact <laughs> with your cheek. And she was happy as could be about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Fired up. Ready to go. And so, we decided at that point, well, let's have a couple of drinks. First yeah, class is free. Well. We're on vacation. Well, nothing like a little morning. Right. Pick me up. 10 let's o'clock go. in the morning. Let's have a drink. Yep. All right. So she's happy as can be. She mm-hmm. orders drinks. She gives us the wink and the gun. Man. Brings them back. Um, and we start, both of us are watching a different movie. We've got our given headphones on that they've given us. Yes. Um, they're hey, free, I, so you got to take that? them. I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt, but Delta and American and all them. How about let's upgrade our movie system. If you're going to have the thing on the wall that you can do earbuds, let's get some Bluetooth. Right. 
let's have that go and we're paying enough for flights can it we probably not interfere with the the pilot it can't they got uh, wi-fi what's the difference uh, it I mean, can't be that much different I'm i should sure. be able to hook up wireless headphones to the tv and not have to have this wire but anyway and while we're at it first world problems i get it but come on i could see the pilot from where i was sitting when the the cabin door was open i don't care for that and I, uh if you looked up pilot in the dictionary this guy looked like it he had he was a mustache it, iron shirt he's about probably about 58 years old mm-hmm. gray mm-hmm. salt and pepper with the mustache and i mean he was just a pilot ready to go yep. did he, you see co-pilot i did not see the co-pilot he's probably disheveled fat he may not even top. need a co-pilot as, as sure strong as that guy looked no, as a yeah. pilot he was probably i got did this. he remind you of my boy sully yeah, yeah, that's yeah. about what he looked that was like. Him? Yeah, I'm not sure. Did Sully have a mustache? Oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. think you have to have one. That's if what you're I the main of. pilot. I'm pretty sure you have to have a mustache only. So we get to Detroit, and I don't think we had too much trouble getting our bags or anything. Um, Brad had to go. Brad went to get the rental car. So he was like, "Hey, let's. Well, I'll get the bags." And I was like, "Just you, just go get the yeah. rental car." Well, here's why we did it. We, so we had our two luggages. And then the two golf luggages, so that's your two. And then we decided, I, I enjoy playing guitar. We're like, it'd be nice to sit around up there and hang out and play some guitar at night, whatever. So I brought that too. So I had my luggage I was lugging around, and then the guitar and the two golf bags came on a special thing to get. So instead of us trying to get all that on the bus to the rental car place, you stayed behind right. while I went to go get the, the rental car. Yeah, it wasn't kind of airport where you just walk out and go to the rental car place, so... I told him to go get it. I'll get the golf bags and the guitar, and I'll just wait on him. The so, old minivan. Brad texts me. He's like, hey, where are you? I was like, hey, I'm right outside the mm. – right by the luggage pickup place where you left me. Yep. And uh, he's like, I don't see you. I was like, well, I'm here. And uh, yep. I drove right he by said, and you were uh, nowhere to be found. He said, oh, I'm at the wrong place. So <laughs> so Detroit's got – I don't know if Atlanta – They, I think Atlanta does have that. Oh, but I'm we're sure. We're so used I'm to sure you can't get around Atlanta to, without to doing it. But there's not many airports I've been to that I was driving anyway. Usually, I just get off and and get the car. I never have to come back around and, and get anybody. I get in the bus and go. But they weren't called like just departures and arrivals. There was like a it was a different was name, a name for like a different terminal. Mamaco A and right. then Red right. Tail, whatever this yeah. side. And I had no idea. It just said arrivals, and that's where I went. Come to find out, I should have taken a left. And we had to look. You had to look a little smaller down where it said Delta yes. or whatever. And then when you when I took that left, it actually went like another mile to a different terminal to get mile. you. But finally got you. So he comes. We get picked up, um, and I think it was a little early for our check in for our Airbnb, and so um, we went to a oh, restaurant. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And des- oh, we played the uh, decided we were going to sit there and have a little bite to eat, um, have a beer, and. Lo and behold, uh, you can gamble in Detroit. I can't walk by anything you can gamble and not put money in it. So I don't know if I have a problem or not, but this was like a sports bar. But we live where I live is close to a casino, like just only slots, right? And I don't go very often. So I don't think I got a gambling problem, but we were there <clears throat> and the, the, the bar place on the wall that was some sort of lottery thing, and we kept watching it. And it's it called Kino. Different numbers. And I asked the guy that was next to me, I said, hey, have you played that? He's like, no, but there's the thing. And we kind of got some information. So We talked to the bartender, and she's like, yeah, I got you take these little slips, well, fill you, them out. We tried to explain it to her. She's like, yep, you got it. Okay. 
So let's do it. We both put in 20 or you let me borrow 20. So basically it's basically all it is. is They're drawing a bunch of, it's like a bingo, but there's 80 numbers or so. And it's on a TV. So it's rigged. Of course. You basically say, all right, I want to go 10 rounds of the number draws and then double it. You you get the extra balls or whatever. We, we thought we had it figured out. We had, we're we're like, all right, 20 bucks a piece. But I was like, all the guys five in cash. I was like, don't worry about it. I got you. And so we sit down there and we pick our numbers and she brings our sheets back that has our number. It's like mm-hmm. a lottery ticket. Yep. Brings them back to us. And you use the same and, numbers for all 10 rounds. And I, Brad's got a pencil and he's just meticulously Every, right. I took it, pictures of the screen. Yeah, taking pictures of the screen. Which numbers did I get? Blah, blah, And then, so you get the first original numbers picked. Yep. And then there were like 10 bonus numbers. Yep. And we, the what the way I read it was that if you get any of those numbers out of the regular and the bonus numbers, you get a certain amount of money. You get a certain amount of money. So Brad's added up one time. He had won four hundred dollars. I've texted Amanda at this point. Where this is like round six, and I texted Amanda. I said, "Hey, I'm up to like four hundred fifty bucks right. on this bingo. Whatever thing. we need for the baby. List. It's we are on fire. I'm ready to go. And then the next one, it showed like a hundred bucks. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm rolling in it. And I right thought now. I was at about fifty, sixty oh, bucks, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm tearing it up. And I, I all the numbers and all that line up because oh, I yeah. took pictures. 400, yep. 500. And I, I think... Brad's got a detailed tally on each round. And by the time it's over, I'm roughly $700. Yep. And I'm talking about feeling good. Oh, yeah. First hour in Detroit. Oh, man. Yeah. Raking it in. So after the round... the Excuse me. After the 10 rounds are over, we're like... We turn in our numbers again. She runs them through the machine. I win $12. And Brad wins $7. $7. Which we were convinced that Brad had won about $400 more than me. <laughs> or five or $600 more than me. Oh, yeah. I'd, or any number of other than $7. To hundreds of dollars. Now, all I'm thinking is, this will be the easiest 20 bucks I'll ever get back to you for letting me borrow it. So, and then I get 7 I had to send the news to my wife that... So now he owes me $13. Right. (laughs) He has to tell his wife. And it was so fascinating to go through all that. And we spent so much time. I mean, our food got cold. Yeah. That's all we did for 15 minutes or whatever. I gave up after like the first two rounds because I couldn't keep up with it. But Brad, he was all over it every every time. Every number. It was God. So we end up going. We go to check in. Oh, we got an escape room. Yeah. A few minutes we check in, get our stuff inside the house. And we go to the escape room. Love and escape rooms. Yeah, we Love we it. had talked about it before. We're going to do an escape room before we go to the ball game, and we get in this escape room. Which one was that one? Was it the mummy one? The first one? It may have been. Um, we got out of that one, right? Well, they gave, I think they gave us some bonus time. Well, there was some trouble with some things. So we first get there, um, running a little bit behind traffic, whatever. So we oh. get there. Brad called him. He's like, "Hey, we'll be there in just a few minutes." We okay. got there right on time. One minute late. So we get there and we see the gentleman and he's trying to explain the rules. And then another young lady comes up. Lo and behold, gentleman is new. It's got to be day one. So we're getting in there and we're, we're trying to, to get through it. And if you've never done an escape room, everybody, I'm pretty sure knows the premise, but you usually get three clues that you can ask, whatever. Right. You got a walkie talkie. And I don't know if it was clue one or two, but this poor fella had no earthly idea where we were in the game. Lost as a goose. Yeah. Trying to give us his clue. And then, so we get through all that. And then at the end, time's almost running out and we're almost there. And he's like, hey, I got to give you some time back because it took me so long to do whatever. 
And then with that, we got out like 59 minutes, something like that. Yeah. But we got out, got a picture taken. He said, I'll send you the picture. We never got it. Oh, yeah. I did never get that. Yeah. And so after that, I think we went back, changed clothes, and decided we are going to go to the ball game. We had tickets to the Detroit Twins game. Yep. The Tigers Twins. We got so to see Miguel about, Cabrera. That was awesome. Um, I don't know. Maybe back in February or so when the – after the strike or whatever with baseball supposedly ended, yep. you bought tickets for the Twins Tigers game. Yep. So it was awesome. I was like, all right, we're gonna we're going out of town to see a game, and I found seats in row. You're one, like, let's get on the front row, one fourteen. Let's get a foul ball, row one, and the the two end seats, and that's right, right against the wall in the outfield, right that's down the right. Prime, I mean, right down the first baseline, prime foul because most hitters right handed, prime foul ball territory, not outfield, but just right off, like it's probably in between, between first base first and the right and, fielder. Yeah. So we get there, and lo and behold, the net. Oh no! Is right after our, you, right after you ordered. Oh, that's them, right. That's right. You're like, oh, I looked it up. They're the last two seats in the net that's why they're they were so cheap i was like oh my god i got a deal brendan i got these things two tickets on the wall in the outfield we may get every foul ball for eighty dollars forty dollars a piece that's unheard of and then the next day i looked it up just to verify because soon after that i ordered me and jack's tickets to the alabama auburn game and we were going to sit on the wall same kind of tickets um Front row, and then it did say there that the net went all the way to the outfield. So I knew once I bought it, I was like, oh, no. Let me go look at the Tigers tickets. Sure enough, the net ended at our row. <laughs> like, literally, there were we – were, we were in the same row. There were probably eight other people in our row, but that net came – the way it angled, it came right in front of right, us. Right in front of and us. And those people that were to the right of us – And the row to the right of us balls. without the net was completely full. Our row – and section, not so much. Of course. But anyway, Miguel Cabrera, he was there. He, he got, they had a big ticker up there for his home yep. runs, and he got a base hit. Yep, and, yep. it was um, awesome. Good to see him. He's been around a long time with the Tigers. Bless his heart. We got some Tigers hats and oh, whatever. Yeah, of course. And, Jack um, Glass for me. Some and magnets then, and stuff. So we did decide to Uber. Smart thing to do. Older we get. You don't drive if you had any beverages. So we decided to Uber down there. Yes, because um, it was a, probably a – 15, 15 20, 20 minute ride too long if if you yeah we just if you had some drinks no, whatever no sense in it so after the game we i think we went to the mgm we walked to the casino yep and spent a little bit of time uh i don't did you do well i, I lost a couple nah, nah we didn't I don't, we didn't stick around that long we nah we maybe we lost long a little day. bit of money but um i think we were about ready to go back to yeah. the to the house and just kind of chill out was that the night that the there was a shenanigans going on outside the casino when we were waiting on the Uber to go home. There, there was, and that was it. it did we take the taxi that night? Uh, we couldn't figure out the Uber situation, and then I, I found a taxi and we, I flagged him down. Yes, that was the night. That was, yeah, that was the that, night. that was first night. So I, I found. If y'all don't know, me, I'm, I'm very impatient. So we, we get out huh. and, and we're trying to, to Uber. You are. I, I think we discussed this. It hasn't come out yet, but I. I don't fare well with apps and all that kind of stuff. And you'll hear it on the, um, the previous podcast, but <clears throat> so Brad you're, said, you're, Brad you're said all that. I'm like, there's a taxi. Let's go. No, Brad said, while, as we're walking out, he's like, go ahead and get the Uber. Yeah. Cause he didn't, he didn't want to stand out no, there and I don't, wait on it. I don't it. care for waiting. Because obviously you've all, I'm sure used Uber or Lyft or yeah. whatever. It's going to take a few minutes for them to get there. 
for somebody to show up. And at airports and places like this, a lot of times there are often cabs yeah. waiting. Yeah. Yep. Not Ubers or Lyfts, but cabs are waiting. Right. So Brad's like, just cancel the Uber. There's a, ta- there's a cab right there. Yeah, got it. So we get in and say, hey, we're going to Madison Heights. Here's the We get in the address. He's like, uh, okay, and starts driving north. And luckily, Brendan, uh, and you did on the way there too, which is smart, put the address in his phone to see where we're going. And it, it didn't look like this gentleman was going to where we needed to go. Because I, I, I'm just the kind of guy, like I like to know how long is it going to take before I get there. Like, I'm sitting in this car for a while, and I know that hopefully the guy knows where he's going. You would think so. And I, I get it. So I'm sure, again, we're 15 minutes outside of Detroit downtown. So he probably knows where he's going in a five-mile radius. He's of, a taxi driver. Well, but if you're getting out of the big city. Five miles? He needs to know. I Yeah, but they don't. Trust me. I had the to deal suburbs with that. and everything. I had to deal with that in North Carolina. They, they don't. It's local to the airport, and that's it. Probably a lot of hotels and, and all that around the airports and the casinos and ballparks. And, I, know that. I mean, this is our first night there. We don't know our this way around. This guy didn't have a clue, and you had to give him your stupid phone. Well, he kept saying, I kept saying, I was looking at my phone. I was like, I don't think that's the right way. And he was like, give me the address again. And as he's driving, he's trying to put the address in whatever he's got, which obviously, isn't as, good, obviously isn't as good as right. Uber or Lyft. And finally, he's like, just give me your phone. Mm-hmm. And he's driving around Detroit, holding my phone, driving, watching the directions. Dumbest thing I heard any fool say ever. I, couldn't, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I mean, you had to hand it to him through right, that little so sliding like, glass now I can't. Thing. Now I don't have my phone anymore. This right. guy's driving with my so phone. So he's got it. We get there, and both of us hop out. And I and I hopped out because in my mind, it was like an Uber. Same thing. You've already paid for it. And pal rolls up behind me, and he's like, hey, you got to pay. Like he got out of the car and scared I mean, the crap right out of behind us. me. Hey, you got to pay. Which got, yes, we do. I, I get it. That's fine. Don't sneak up on me, but I, I'm going to pay. So I pull out debit card. He's like cash only, um, and it ended up okay. being about twice as much as what an Uber or Lyft. So would cost. I gave him eighty bucks because it was that's I, like sixty two dollars. Yeah, sixty three dollars. I, I didn't want to deal with all that. Yeah. I had eighty bucks in my wallet. Gave him eighty bucks, and, and we were about tired of him. Move, moved on, but give me a break. <laughs> I, I get it, but if even if you're a taxi driver, you should have some sort of navigation system where we can say, "Hey, we're going to one, two, three michigan avenue in madison heights put it in and take me there i mean you've seen any you've been people have been in taxis before you've seen any movie just hey take me to such and such yes they know where they're going and i get it if it it was downtown and we said hey let's go to the the hilton they probably know exactly where it was we're out a little bit fine but he knew how to get to madison heights supposedly but he couldn't put in the address to his his phone he had to (laughs) take yours i'd like to get your phone for about 10 minutes yeah and i mean i was I was worried he wasn't going to give it back to me when we got there. Well, when, <laughs> yeah, because we hadn't paid him. <laughs> um, had I, to get it back. I would like to go back to our flight. Uh, I think it was, was it from Atlanta to Detroit? Before we met the stewardess, when the uh, Sully came on oh, and said... Uh, so we're on the tarmac. Hey, we've got a... Well, engine one has a bit of a problem. Oh, first the power went out. We were sitting at the thing. The the door had closed. And we're sitting there. And, of course, it's so hot. There's a thousand people in the plane. You know, we're if the plane's to, not moving, the air conditioner thing's just blowing air. We're trying to twist that thing to get air moving. And then zzz, the power goes out. So, of course, you and I look at one another like, all right, well, that's neat. Um, and then all right, it comes back on. Okay. 
about that? Nothing was said from mm-hmm. Sully. No big deal. So we start backing out, and young lady's like, "All right, we're no, no." Right before we backed out, he said, "Oh, uh, we had a we've got an issue with engine uh, one." That was on the tarmac. We oh, already that's backed right. out. Yeah, we were taxiing, and we had that's maybe right. we had to pull over. No. <laughs> and we sit there. It's like put uh, the blinker on. He hits us with a. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Captain Tilly. We're sitting in Tormac. Flight one, two, three, four. The heading to Michigan. We got uh, a little bit of engine trouble. We'll be right engine back. one's got a. We're gonna have it checked out. Mm. So, all right, a little bit of engine trouble. We're gonna have it checked uh, out. This is your captain speaking. We're back. We're ready to go. Um, and we're sitting there. We look at one another. And we're it's, clear for takeoff. It's neat, and I, I'm not exaggerating. It, it couldn't have been ninety seconds. Mm-mm. It may have been sixty seconds. It, it might. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it. this is Captain Sully. Uh, we're all clear. Under clear take take we're going to take off here in just a second. And we start moving and we're gone. We're second in line. We'll be right out. But what happened? What? Speaking of all this. So we, we've got an engine that needs some, some it's attention. Just, it's just engine one. though. I know, but who gave it attention on the tarmac? And then how come it only took them 60 seconds? And also, does, it, does everybody on this plane know that there's another engine? <laughs> well, I, I, what's engine one? Where is it at? Is it the big one that's right next to us on the outside? Is it a smaller one? Do we, do we is have there another engine? What, what that might be, but <laughs> the I mean, I kid you not. As soon as we heard, I'm not a pilot. Engine. They said engine's fine. We're gonna get out of here. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you're locked in. You're out of the seatbelt. I mean, the only thing you can do is act a fool and hope they don't take overhead bins are closed. Oh, My yeah. seat's in the upright position. I mean, we are... Tray table where it's supposed to be. We are literally in the turn lane, ready to turn. <laughs> Blinker on. That's right. Yep. And then as soon as we get the go-ahead, we turn and sh- we're gone. And right also, during the during the flight, obviously everybody knows the air pressure changes in the cabin. You have to, you know, help get your ears cleared out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, the plane is loud. Sure. And this stewardess comes on about three times during the flight to... Maybe tell some important stuff, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna start the There is And even if you turn your headphones off, turn your movie off, right. you know, clear your ears out, you cannot understand a word she said. I mean it, it goes you go from here and then we start taking off and it's just like oh, ladies and gentlemen, but uh and then, uh, she could have uh, said, uh, remove the flotation device from under your seat. And, and uh, here we are. Put your head between your legs and uh, you right. know the rest. Kiss your tail goodbye. <laughs> and and that's I, it. I would have just kept watching Django. I have yet. And the, <laughs> and the funny thing was where we're sitting, you could see her. She turned toward the door that was locked to talk. And I, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but it was just a muffled mess. She and, could have said, hey, everybody. Uh, we're about to go down. Everybody needs to be ready for this. And we wouldn't have had a clue. Couldn't understand a word she was saying. Or she could have said, hey, Michael Jordan's on this plane. Everybody give him a big round of applause. And the, the thing, that's funny. <laughs> and the deal is, if you got the headphones in, you you would think that that would come through your sure, headphones. Sure, that's a good idea. The other oh. flights I've been on, it does. Mm-mm. But no, it just cuts off your movie, and then you can't hear what they're saying. So you take your headphones out, and then you still can't you hear. You can't hear anything then. She's hear- a, a, a mumbling mess. <laughs> right. So I mean, it's a good thing there wasn't anything important because maybe maybe during the important announcements that things get better. I don't know. Uh, I I don't think so. But anyway, um, so that, we, that next day was golf in Canada, which was super neat. So we're right. we're like, hey, we're close to Detroit. Let's see what it takes to go to Canada to play golf. 
And all you need is one of those star IDs and or passport or right. some other stuff. So we that, took our passports. Got that. Went over there. We'd already booked the Canada golf. And so we knew it was probably, it was about a what, half hour drive. Something like that. Yeah. To, to Canada. And it, well, the, the tunnel bothered me. Oh yeah. I'm, I don't care for elevators, tunnels, or bridges. So there's a river that runs between Detroit and Canada. Is it is it a, is it one of the Great Lakes? I feel like it might have been a I tributary off of Erie or something like I, that. I think it is Erie, as a matter of fact. But anyway, when you get to you go, <laughs> you well, should you, you got to go through like a customs type thing, but not really because it's Canada. If you, I wish you guys could see a picture of the directions on a phone. It's just like this enormous circle, spiral circle that takes you down into a tunnel, and you basically you go through a tunnel under a river. It's and the Detroit River, that, and it separates uh, Lake St. Clair from Lake Erie, by the way. And, of course, when we drive up to the customs window, then we're nervous again. It's like TSA, oh, yeah. like, oh, my God, but it's the, something. And I don't know, and the, the minivan had tinted windows and all that. It may have just been the way we were dressed or whatever. But uh, he was like, "Hey, uh, what do y'all what do y'all do in Canada? Play golf?" Like, um, as Whoa. a matter of fact, we are. How did the you know that? Golf clubs are right behind us. Who called? Which you? was weird. So anyway, got through that. Not a big deal. Get to the get to the golf course, and lo and behold, and it's what, what was our tee time? Like one one ten one oh nine. We get there early. Um, we're gonna pull up to the thing, take our clubs out, and there's some bride. There's a wedding. There getting her picture made. Yet again, so this is the second golf trip in a row. That was it that course? It was. It was the no, first. No, day. I think it was the second course where mm-hmm. there was the wedding. Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty. I, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Was okay. the first course we went and every it was fine, and then we went to buy some beer, and they no, were like, was, "It's a hundred and sixty-two dollars." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canadian for like six beers, but our the 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 beers were in French. The cans. Yes, Remember they that, were. That the Michelob Ultra cans had yep. French writing on them. But we, um, I think on my personal Facebook, I post some pictures. We'll do that too. God, the course is amazing. The it weather, we got so lucky. I think the day before we arrived, we arrived on a Wednesday. The day before was like 90 in Detroit. And then the day after that and going forward, the high was 75. Yeah, we had the weather uh, was, was beautiful. the best weather you could ever imagine. So played that. It was fantastic. Um didn't have any issues coming back. I don't uh, think we did it. We didn't do a whole lot that night. No? That was Thursday. We got yeah. back. I think we played golf from 1 to 5.30 or so. Got back and just kind of hung out of the house. Um, got something to eat. Yeah. Um, hung out. Didn't didn't do much. And then Friday was we were supposed to play golf at Rack'em Rack. So there, there's a video, if you don't know it. There's a uh, – you can look – Google and be careful. Be careful of your age. Um, Rackham Willie. So it's always been funny to us. Yeah, rack rack ball. Anyway, there was a course called Rackham. R A C K H A M. Probably Rackham or Rockham. It was about five ten minutes from our house. So we get there, um, check in. Eh. This place is crowded now. This is a Friday. Packed, and they had told us. Before absolutely, I think Brad had tried to get a tea time before you could make tea times, and he said, "Hey, by the way, when I when I call back to make a tea time, is there any way we can play just as a twosome? Because Brad and I, we like just play together. We don't want to get. I mean, we're not great. If we're going this far, we we. I mean, I would even pay extra if it can just be two of us. And that guy said, probably not. 
He's like, no, nah, unfortunately, not. it's a Friday. But okay, that's fine. We get there, and it is it's absolutely it's probably one of the most crowded golf courses I've ever go, seen. Go in and pay, and then kind of look around. I go to this, uh, looks like a little snack bar. I was like, hey, um, we want to get so-and-so beers. He's like, um, we don't service we're the in beer. A, there's a certain area around here we don't. We don't sell alcohol. He's like, he's, we just don't sell alcohol. Yeah, we don't do it. He's like, but we don't care if you go get some and bring it back. Right. Nobody's going to say anything. And it, it's it's not that, I mean, we're we're just on vacation. We enjoy to have a couple of beers on yeah. the course. And, and so. I mean, we go play golf. It's, we're not out there drinking a no, case of beer or anything. We're flipping just a couple golf of carts, beers, you know. A couple of drinks on, you know, front nine, a couple of back nine and, and be done with it. Right. So, uh, Brendan goes back in and gets a refund. And we decide. We're gone. Let's go do another escape room. Yep. So we do the escape room, but I mean, I that's the and I texted a friend of mine, Keith. You guys have heard him. That's the only golf course I I think known to mankind that doesn't serve alcohol, and to be that busy. But we had decided. Oh, oh, before and, and we the, got the refund, and we the were guy like, said, uh, "Well, you can go down to the liquor store and bring it, and just bring it in here with you." Right. Why well, don't I have a cooler? I mean, you know, I ain't so gonna do all that. We decided. All right, we got to go. We got. We'll get a tea time on Saturday. We'll just play golf on Saturday. No big deal. Yeah. So we're obviously we're looking around all these golf courses. We're calling places. They're like, no, we don't have a tee time, or they do. We're trying not to go too far out, and we find one that's about thirty minutes away. Yep. Um. And anyway, long story short, we go play golf on Saturday. Um. Uh, we did the escape room, which we didn't get out of, which we, was terrible. Yeah, that it was supposed terrible. to be easy. We didn't get out of it. Yeah. That that stunk. That was um, kind of a. So we didn't get our picture made or sent to us that time either. So yeah, no, we were disgrace, complete um, disgrace. But Saturday we played golf. We did. Um, and are we gonna? Y'all, you want to continue this? Or we no, gonna- let's let's. Uh, we're we're about at time limit, so let's uh, let's continue this on the next next yeah, podcast. Guys, we got there's there's a few more things. Plenty Detroit more things. Tell you about a lot of good stuff, and we'll um, we'll get this thing taken care of. But appreciate you listening. Don't forget to listen to the next one. We'll uh, we'll roll on with Detroit. To be continued.